Welcome to the Voice of V podcast, where I talk about things that matter to me, might matter to you, and in the end, just might foster an understanding of perspectives, realities, and what makes us who we are. We live in love in a great, big, diverse society of people. And until we start to talk, to listen, and think, we're not going to make progress. Sometimes heavy, sometimes not. But always from a place of good with an intent to do no harm. That being said, I make mistakes. So feel free to reach out and let's talk about it. I am V, so let's get to it. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasters today while I was at the gym working out, and it got me to thinking about why I started this podcast in the first place and some of the fears that I had about doing that. Um, The primary one, which was actually the theme of her podcast, was was failure. Um, I was very worried about it being a failure, and... It did stop me for a while until I looked at it in a different way that, you know, what really is failure? Um, I am not trying to become the next um, Howard Stern or whoever is the most famous on the radio or on voice or on podcasts or whatever. I, I started doing this because so many things about you know, the world around me, the human condition, um, I just feel like I just need to talk about. And whether anyone agrees with me or disagrees with me, that's okay. Um, It's more about helping myself to understand and move forward um, and try and make myself a better person. And if I can reach someone else or open the eyes of someone else on any particular issue, then it it can't be a failure. It's a success. Um, I don't have a lot of listeners. Um, I'm going to assume that most of the people that are listening are friends of mine, people that I know. Um, There may be people out there that I, I don't know that are listening, but it doesn't matter. It really doesn't matter what the numbers are. Um, the point of doing this was to process things in my head through research, through reading, um, and, and try to become a better person and maybe influence others in some way that is beneficial to society. And what originally got me here was the and I talked about this in one of the first I believe first or second podcasts was beginning to um, really dive into reading both audiobooks and print books um, reading has has never been um, it's never come easy to me I, I I get very distracted and my mind wanders and I can be reading a book and five seconds later I'm in the other half of my brain is making a shopping list or a to-do list or thinking of something else I want to do. Um, but once I, 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 uh, I came across a couple of people online that were discussing, um, anti-racism education, I became hooked because 
I, the way that I grew up, you know, I didn't feel like I had any more to learn. That's insane. I have so much to learn um, about myself and about the world around me because my lens is clouded. And, and one of the things that I did and that I continue to do daily about, I try to do it with everything, is I, I try to understand or read or listen to the voices of others on topics or news stories or opinion pieces. And I try to let those voices be people that don't look like me, that don't uh, come from the same background as me. I, I try to find other perspectives. Um, I, I did grow up in a, in a diverse um, environment. Th that doesn't make me an expert. Um, I need to listen more. And so I've really started to learn by reading some of these books that are, and I, and I never paid attention to this before, the, the author. I just, you know, I would read that, you know, the reviews on a book and it's a good book and it gets good ratings and whatnot. Well, sometimes important particulars about the person that actually wrote the book are extremely important to the topic that you're reading about. Um, there's a million examples to this. Um, but if you are wanting to learn about black history, you need to hear about it from a black voice. Um, it's very easy to say, oh, well, like I grew up, you know, in a diverse society, like I've said, and, and I understand. No, you don't. Because unless you've stood in someone's shoes, whatever particular, um, shoes those are, be that Asian, indigenous, black, um, you're not going to understand what it's like. And so I've tried to seek out learning through a different lens. Um, and I'm, and I'm trying to apply that to any number of things day to day, week to week, as I go about the rest of my life and learn and research and try to become a better person. Um, one of the things, one of the, one of the, um, effects of that has been how I view the news now. Um, I get my news from numerous sources. Um, most of it is, is the written word. It's, it's reading. I don't watch mainstream news. I only, the only mainstream news that I really watch on television is a local broadcast. And even that I've, I've not done as much of that lately. I'll catch the weather I'm finding that finding written words so that I can understand more about the person that's actually writing it um, to report it, it's more important. And when I read about, in particular, this, this past week, one of the things that happened, uh, Senator Lindsey Graham ignored a subpoena, a federal subpoena, in Georgia, he just didn't show up. Now, that in of itself, I mean, no, you're not required. You can ignore a subpoena, but there are consequences. But 
I just can't. The double standard really bothers me because I can tell you that unless you are a Lindsey Graham or also Rudy Giuliani also ignored his his subpoena, um, the people that are allowed to just get away with this like it's nothing have um, prominence and power. Uh, they have a higher financial status. The color of their skin makes a difference. Um, the the average citizen that doesn't show up for a subpoena is going to face harsh repercussions. Now, th- these two not showing up for theirs, that hasn't even played out yet, so there may be repercussions. I, I may be wrong. Um, but the constant stalling and not showing up and not cooperating with courts, and it, A, it wastes time, it's disrespectful, and, and B, the double standard, it just, it's so infuriating to me. And I just, I, I can't help but think now, oh, well, what if this person was a person of color? What if this person was a female? What if this person, you know, lived at the poverty level, you know? What if this person didn't hold a position of power? What would be happening? Um, and and what, how would the case look upon them um, because they didn't bother to show up? Um, it's kind of like all the pleading of the fifth that's going on by numerous people. And I'm not just talking about one person. Numerous people pleading the fifth. Now... It's been said, you know, if you don't have anything to hide, why don't you say anything? And then that's a whole discussion around pleading the fifth. Um, it's just, again, the double standard. And that double standard also, also brings me around to um, the seizing of classified documents at Mar-a-Lago this past week. And the... I expected this. The amazing backlash from the supporters of the former president. Now, this is the same group of people that supports law and order. And so, I have a hard time understanding, provided, you know, all the I's have been dotted and the T's have been crossed, and and as this plays out, if everything was done on the up and up, what is the problem? Yes, it's unprecedented. Well, a lot of things have been unprecedented um, during the term of President Trump. So, you know, I, I, I just, I'm just baffled by this backlash. And, and as typical as it is, um, his supporters are so upset that they are threatening members of law enforcement and the FBI. They are receiving death threats. So once again, the, the solution to something that's not going your way is violence. This violence, because you're not getting your way or you somehow think something has gone wrong here, has got to stop. Threatening people's lives it's just it's ridiculous this is not this is not how we should be behaving in civilized society and the other thing is the very people the same people that support our military 
if this plays out, that there was information that has been compromised, that in some way, you know, endangers our members of the military, I just wonder how those supporters are going to feel then. You know, our country could be at risk. We have people around the globe that could be at risk. Who knows? I mean, this is way above my pay grade as far as getting into the nuts and bolts of it. But, you know, things are classified for a reason. And you don't just, you know, carry these types of things around in boxes, leaving them at resort-style buildings where people are coming and going. They're not properly secured. You know, it, it just, it baffles me. It blows my mind. And, you know, no one seems to get it again, we've got that double standard. There was immediate anger at, oh, how could they just bust in there and do this? Well, guess what? They didn't. The Secret Service was notified in advance of them of the FBI coming to get these documents. And, you know... The average citizen doesn't get that luxury. Um, How many no-knock warrants into the homes of black Americans have resulted in their death? How many? But there's no backlash there. They didn't get the courtesy of a call ahead of time saying, oh, by the way, we're, we're coming, so, you know, be ready. No, it doesn't happen. But those in positions of power get the benefit of a warning. They get, you know, they don't have to worry. I mean, I realized the former president was not at the residence at the time. He was in New York, but he watched the whole thing on closed circuit TV. You know, even if he was there, he certainly would never have to be worried about, you know, being shot to death. You know, but... No-knock warrants in this country are carried out all the time. And they result in harm and death. And yet, you don't get this, you don't hear this kind of screaming then. Nobody stands up for those people. You know, usually the response is, well, if they'd have obeyed the law, then they wouldn't have been there in the first place. Well, do you hear yourself? I mean, do you really hear yourself? Anyway. I just, you know, this, people in positions of power in this country, you know, for me, for me personally, have completely lost my trust. And this is not a knock at one particular party or the other. I don't care if, if any member of Congress or the executive branch or anyone in Washington or or any place for that matter has done something wrong and we can go backwards in time You can pick out Hunter Biden. You can pick out Hillary Clinton. And you can pick out this person and that person. You know, know, get to the bottom of it. If something was done, then then charges and prosecution should happen. Period. I, I don't care what party you're in. We have laws for a reason. And they are for everyone to follow. You don't get to just you know, dodge the law because, you know, you're made of money or you're in a position of power or you're in a particular party or the or the another. 
I mean, how many years did we scream about Hillary's emails? She went before Congress. So, you know, stop with that. This laptop of Hunter Biden, they're going to get to the bottom of it. And if something was amiss, then he's going to be held accountable. And I hope he is if something has been done. Former president should not be immune. In fact, he should be held to the highest standard as the person who was in charge of running this country. He has access to all sorts of privileged information. Higher standard, not a lower standard. And yet that seems to be the way it's working these days in this country. And it's, it's extremely frustrating to me. So I, I bring this up because the other reason of starting this podcast was that I needed a way to speak my mind and process things that drive me crazy. And I don't know, throw it out there in the hopes that, you know, let's start some banter. Let's talk about it. And let's talk about it as just one person to another. You know, we're just, I'm just an, an average citizen. Um, I, you know, but these things are important. And the double standard when it comes to people who don't hold positions of power or have, have the finances, you know, to get their way out of anything, the opposite end of the spectrum those people are affected more and more and more every single day. And the trust in law enforcement is getting lost more and more every single day. And you can't blame people because if, if a person of color can't sit in their house and not be afraid of somebody busting through the door and shooting them who is a member of law enforcement, then we have got to address this. You know... We enforce laws the same way with everybody. Otherwise, the, you know, there, there's absolutely no trust there. It's just, it's lost. Um, so that's it for that. Um, it's just something that, that I know is going to be playing out over the next week or so. I know that things come out almost every single day. And, you know, by the time I get to next Sunday's podcast, the whole thing may have changed and I may have to retract everything I've said and that's fine that's fine um but as it stands right now today this is where I am on this particular topic um the other thing I want to mention um and I've talked about it in the past and that is um privacy in this country and the fact that more and more of our privacy is being eroded every day. Now, we all have technology devices in our hand, in our homes, and people talk about, you know, the listening that goes on. And, but I want to talk about the just briefly, very briefly. If you message friends, family, work colleagues or whatever, if you're not using an encrypted uh, method of communication, either a messaging system like, well, I'm not even going to say it because I'm not going to get into brands and, and whatnot, but there are encryption-based messaging services available. There are encryption-based um, emails 
out there and you you can do all this looking up yourself i'm i'm not going to i'm not going to go there with the names um because if you're not using encryption and that means both sides of the of the conversation need to be encrypted you might as well just be putting your messages up on a banner behind a Cessna flying around the city because that's about how private your messages are now there's no there's no guarantee of complete privacy even with the encryption, but it's a lot better that way. So think about how you're messaging, um, especially with the attacks on, on women in this country. As, as I do research, it even occurred to me, I thought, you know, gosh, is somebody going to come knock my door down because I'm, I'm researching um, abortion votes and birth control voting and, you know, SCOTUS and whatnot. I mean, it wouldn't surprise me a bit. Shouldn't be a problem because I hope that I have myself protected here as best I can. And I'm also of the age where, you know, really shouldn't matter. Um, But think about how you're messaging. Um, There's a lot of people out there that use messaging um, that is hooked onto their social media. You might as well just Put it out there on your status line because it's the same thing. Um, Facebook handed over messages this week to law enforcement um, between a mother and a daughter in Nebraska as it relates to um, a, a, a criminal case there. Um, so, and and they, you know, and it and at first it made me really angry at Facebook, but honestly, it, they really didn't have a choice. Um, so keep in mind that. Um, the things you say in messages are, are not private. So, so watch what you say. Um, be careful, because I realize that the government is not sitting there watching everything I say, but, you know, the, the way that um, intelligence gathering works, you know, and nothing would surprise me nowadays if certain words that you say, I mean, you can see that on, I think TikTok is one of the ones that, where people will use different words because it's coded into their system if someone mentions a certain word, um, their videos will get um, hit with uh, violations and they'll be pulled down. Um, certain topics. And um, so anyway, just, just, just think about that. Um, what were some of the other things that I wanted to talk about this week? Um, the workouts are going really good. And on a note with that, I took a different approach this time for starting up a workout program in that I try to be consistent and so far I have been and I don't beat myself up beat myself up when I want to take a rest day because I'm hurting or I'm feeling like maybe I pushed it too much the day before that's okay as long as I keep at it that's okay it's not a failure and it, it it's it's felt good for the first time to not beat myself up that way because how many times have you started something that you wanted to do either to go to the gym or read a book or anything anything that you know you wanted to sort of take on not the new year's resolutions i don't do that it, it doesn't work there's too much pressure but maybe you wanted to you know eat less desserts or whatever. And what happens is 
is you reach a point of where you think you failed, so then you just stop. And that, that, that's not good. So I told myself yesterday, I mean, I, yesterday would have been the third day in a row for a workout. And I just decided, you know, I was hurting a little bit because I did push it the day before. And I just decided, no, I'm going to take a rest day and that's okay. And I'm going to get back to it the next day. And I did. And I went today and I felt good. And I don't, do not feel guilty about taking yesterday off. And so in the past, I would have pushed it. I would have gotten mad at myself. I would have been too sore. And then I just would have quit. And I wouldn't have gotten anywhere. So doing something, just going there, doing something is enough. The rest days are important as well. And that goes for anything. Because when you're, when you're giving yourself another goal, it's important that you allow yourself to step back and take a breath sometimes because it's not always going to go right or you're not going to feel like it or you're going to be tired. And if you are too hard on yourself, you're more likely to stop. It's the same thing with this podcast. I skipped last Sunday because I felt lazy. And at first I felt really bad about it. And then I thought, you know, I, I maybe have, I have less than a hundred listeners. You know, I don't think they're going to, you know, be all upset because I skip a day. And for me, I felt like I couldn't get my thoughts together. And so I just skipped a day. So what? I got back to it on Wednesday. I felt good. I, I like doing this. I enjoy doing it. And if there ever is a time when I don't feel like it or I can't get my thoughts together, then that's okay. Point is, I get back to it. And if it ever doesn't become fun, then then I won't do it anymore. Um, but I really do enjoy it. And, and I want to give a little call out to Emma Chamberlain. She's a podcaster um, and she's on all the usual platforms. And um, the title of her her podcast, her weekly podcast is Anything Goes, and she releases her new episodes on Thursdays, and I found her podcast about a month and a half into doing my own, and in some ways hers is, is similar. She usually tackles one topic per, uh, per podcast, whereas I, you know, two, three, whatever, um, but it's it is off the cuff. It, you know, it's not so regimented and not so uh, strict um, with the script. And it can be about any topic. And she's been very inspirational to me in making it okay to just sit here and talk and, and be okay with that. And it doesn't have to be perfect. And it won't be perfect. Um, my reasons for doing this were not to be perfect. I'm not a professional podcaster. It's just something... I wanted to get into and I wanted to do because I'm not comfortable being in front of the camera making YouTube videos. It's just, I tried it. It wasn't for me. It wasn't going to work out. The microphone works good and I really enjoy it. And I hope to develop a following and I hope that people enjoy listening. Um, but check out Emma Chamberlain. Anything Goes is the podcast every Thursday. And I will put it in the show notes and um, I appreciate you taking the time out of your Sunday to tune in. I know football's coming back. Um, so, you know, 
pulling yourself away from the television and watching football, including myself, um, might be difficult. If you would like to support this podcast, please share on the socials. Tell your friends, tell your family, have them check it out. Um, There's links in the show notes, other ways to support the podcast as well. And please take care of yourself and take some, some time for yourself. And I will see you next week. Peace.